Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. Yo, what's up everybody? I'm K-Cartoon. I'm Rx Phonics. We are the Audio Apes and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly podcast that we put out on Tuesdays where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair and our take on it, two guys from the south side of Chicago. Check us out at hangingwithapes.com. That's our website. When you get there, you'll be prompted to sign up for our newsletter. Uh, I'm hearing that a lot of you are listening to the podcast but not checking out the website. So you're just like missing out on a whole world of of greatness. So check out the website, hangingwithapes.com. Follow us on Twitter at hangingwithapes. Follow us on Twitter at audioapes. I know it does get kind of annoying when people say, hey, do this, do this, do this. It's like... It makes people feel like, hey, man, like, I, I just came to enjoy the show. But what we're telling you is if you do that stuff, there'll be so much more mm-hmm. for you to enjoy. Like, if you follow us on Twitter, our Twitter feed is crazy. Like, the stuff we get into, the back and forth we get into. Like, you were just telling me something yeah. right now that you what, – what, 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 share with them what, what, the, what that uh, back and forth on Twitter was all about. All right, cool. So, um, I was just uh, – you know, I like to – I like to tweet. I sound like an old man, right? Um, and uh, I got into this conversation. Who was it that posted that? Stefan uh, Molyneux, you said? Yeah, from, Stefan Molyneux. Freedom Main Radio, which yeah. is also a pretty good podcast. Yeah, and uh, it, it was... Uh, he had posted the, the the percentage of white people in Chicago from 1900s to, the nine, to 1990. <clears throat> and the percentage dwindled. And then uh, someone had uh, had uh, commented on. Actually, quite a few people comment commented on that. And uh, when I saw that, I was like, "Okay, cool. Let me see what what people have to say." And I felt that you know people ultimately were saying that that race is the reason why Chicago has has uh, dwindled. And then and then and then they were saying that. Uh, what, what was one of the comments that I replied to? Oh yeah. So they were like, "Yeah, we aren't the same." And I guess the dude was a, was a white dude, and he was saying, "You know, uh, we're not the same." Uh, you know, obviously that's not to say that we're not, you know, owed the same humanity, but we're, we're different races, and and uh, and and this is why. Which which uh, he kind of pointed to the fact that it was it was a race thing, <clears throat> and then that's when I was like, uh, "It's not race; it's culture that sways your thought process as you grow." race might point to what culture the person was born into but you know you ultimately you know if, if you ultimately think it's just race that's like grossly simplified which I, which i think you know is true i mean you look at the culture that that's here uh in chicago the the politics and all that the victimhood this has been going on for years since the welfare state all the way till now so yeah, you you might look at that and be like, oh wow, you know the percentage of of uh, of, of black people. Okay, this is this this is why. No, uh, let's look at let's look at what what identity politics has has uh, has done to to the city. And then this guy that that replied, he was like, this was my response, and uh, his name is Tom. Matter of fact, this this shit was so great that I want to put his whole Twitter. Uh, name, which is Tom Stark nine one three, and uh, he pretty much broke it down, um, and he started off by saying that the ideas expressed to him were were notwithstanding, were oversimplistic, you know, pretty much what I had said, and then broke it down, broke it down to the point where like it was saying how progressives use this victim and hero thing here in Chicago. You know, because obviously, if you create the victimhood mentality, you need a hero. You have a hero, you're able to do whatever the hell you want. Then you see why the hell, you know, from from recently with the whole sugar tax to to the speeding cameras to this to that. Once you get these people to be quote unquote the hero, um, and what I mean by uh, these people is the progressives that run the city. Uh, then that's how you that's how you're pretty much given the same thing. You're given the fish instead of being taught how to fish. Yeah. And and I think that's what you know. I think that's what's wrong here in Chicago. So more than race, it's culture. You know. And as like I was explaining to you, is like a sports team. 
could be a bad team. It could have talent, but it, it's a bad team until you change the leadership, and and that leadership guides them to 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 you know a better a better uh, set of uh, ideals and 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 uh, you know overall just uh, the culture of, of the whole team. Then you see the the differences, you know. Yeah. So th- that's why um, I've said before plenty of times on this episode, not on this episode, but on this podcast, that. Um, it's very important for us to have politicians in power and in and in and in you know their spots, whether it be the you know Congress or Senate or you know the House, that recognize that they don't that they they shouldn't want to be needed forever. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like that's that's where we start to create this this culture where you have these per, these um. Uh, political figures in these positions where they want to be needed because they want to stay in power and you you like to see and hear more of them that aren't so much for that are understanding that they're here to do a job get the job done and then move on from that and and then with the hopes that in that time period as you move on from that that people will uh be better off for have having them in in their position of power for the time that they were in power, yeah. but uh, it is it, it, culture and race are definitely two different things because mm-hmm. um n- n- a little different than politics, but uh, I could give a, a very clear cut example of that in in comedy. The other day at work, I was having a discussion with some coworkers about comedy, and. Uh, I was expressing how certain races laugh at certain things and it, it's not a it's not a, a racist thing to say that it's just being observant for instance when when we talk when we talk we were talking about Key and Peel for instance great Key, Key and Peel while they are <clears throat> black comedians yeah they don't do black humor. No, they don't. You know what I'm saying? And, and and it's very important to be able to like distinguish that because it shows you the difference in the culture. Like their humor is actually m- more appealing to white people. Yeah. The type of because white white humor is is a lot more like reference heavy. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And it's a lot more. Um, it's not. It's not that it's like uh, to a lesser degree because there's like some phenomenal white comedians, some phenomenal black comedians. Actually, the only race of comedians that's not so great is like Hispanics. There's really like no great, great, great standout yeah, Hispanic no. comedians. It, it's sad, but yeah. like it's just it's just the truth. You <laughs> yeah, know what I'm saying? True. Most Hispanic comedians uh, appeal to to other Hispanics, mm-hmm. whereas you you I like the comedians that can that are able to sort of transcend race. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like the Chris Rocks, the Chappelle's, the Seinfelds. You know what I'm saying? Um, and like, for instance, today I was watching this thing. Um, it's this like little, I guess you could call it like a little mini show by Complex. where the one where like they're doing the, the sneaker shopping with different celebrities. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I saw <clears throat> one today on World Star Hip Hop with a JB Smooth, the guy from the co-star of Curb Your Enthusiasm, Larry David's friend, Leon Black. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, he's on there, and and I've always found that guy to be very funny. I, I really liked his role in Top Five, and I love his role on Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah. And so, I sent that to a to a friend of mine, and this friend happens to be black, and I sent it to him because that's something that I feel like he would appreciate more than some of my some of my white friends. And I don't see that as like a racist thing. I see that as me recognizing and observing. That culturally speaking, this is something that this person is going to like more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, now, yeah. I do have people, <clears throat> friends and family members that are, are very well-rounded. So yeah. if it's funny, it's funny. Yeah, You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, for instance, you know who I feel is, is very well-rounded? Humor, uh, like what, in terms of like understanding humor, is yeah. Vince. Like, Vince, I feel like he he's good at, at getting like white humor. And black humor, because yeah. Vince will laugh at something that's like, like a like a black comedian will say. But then I know he's also like a big Family Guy fan, and yeah. that's 
white humor. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I really don't know any black people aside from him that that are are big Family Guy fans. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I say all of that to say that that culturally, you know what I'm saying, things are are don't necessarily tie into to race all the time. Yeah. And it's all it's good for us to realize that if culturally we've backed ourselves into a corner to like work to get ourselves out of it in terms of opening our minds and and recognizing things of of older other of other cultures. Fucking tongue twister over here. Right. Of older <laughs> cultures. Um and and then you grow like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and you know what? With 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 that being said Look at look at where we grew up. We we grew up in Chicago. We grew up into a certain culture based off of the fact that you know the neighborhood that we grew up in. We already grew up in Chicago. Grew up in the south side of Chicago. We were exposed to a certain set of uh, ideals and and values that were instilled on us as kids. Because like as kids, we don't really you know we just observe. We're just like a sponge. Absolutely, and and I feel that that we took that, and and we asked questions, you know, uh, obviously figuratively speaking, like we were like, okay, cool, this this and that, okay, has this worked, you know, has this worked, has that worked, and um and now that we've grown up, we've we've taken what we know, and uh, we're nowhere near as lefty as as like probably our neighborhood, like the people that grew up in our neighborhood might might be. But that's because we actually uh, took took the culture and broke it down and and used some critical thinking. And then with this podcast, we've been able to communicate kind of our thought process. And it's cool because it's kind of like an inside look. Yeah. If you look at it, we're in the trenches. And we're telling people, okay, this is what's happening here. This is what's happening there. So, you know... It, it I feel it's it's a refreshing it's a refreshing view and 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 it's a moderate view like when we when we look at where we come from and and uh looking at that and and to me that's the mark of 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 leadership that's needed here in Chicago to to change things and 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 to you know really like not let these politicians just like pull you know fast ones on us so I feel that that yeah you know culture culture is a big part of it and uh and shit and now that you mentioned with the whole sneaker thing you know like that that's that that is uh that is something that that you're gonna see a certain group of people be into you know we're we've been we've kind of gotten into it uh this year and stuff and and there's people that just don't care and and that's not to say that you know uh a white dude ain't going to be into sneakers, but that's just to say that, you know, that might be more of a minority thing, you know, but I see there's a lot of white folks now, now, now more than ever that, you know, like they, they, uh, uh, and I, I think it's also because of technology. Like you see all this, like, you know, on Snapchat complex, this, that, all this stuff that's available to us. You see all these little subcultures that people start getting into, uh, you know, and, and, and that's cool. That's fine. But, but I don't think, I think it's a, it's really simplistic to just look at things as just race based. Yeah. And, 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 and I feel that if you're going to think that way, that is a prejudiced way of thinking. And you should definitely reevaluate the way you're looking at things because you know, you, and, and it's fine. I mean, people, people are human, you know, I'm not going to look at them and be like, Oh, you know, they're looking at numbers. And, and, and that's why I've always been like a, a type of guy that like, yeah, I look at the numbers. That's fine. But like the numbers only speak, you know, one one side of the story. You have to look into it. You know what I'm saying? And once you look into it, you see you see why things are the, the way they are. But but I, I feel there's there's these people that 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 just look at the numbers. You know, and 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 you know that's that's just scratching the surface. So um, definitely look at that. Use that to to evaluate why it's happening, and then go from there. You know what I mean? So yeah. And, and I think as far as um subcultures are concerned like whatever it is that you're into a hobby like in this case we're talking about sneakers as long as as long as like everything is treated with a sense of responsibility because for instance a matter of fact it, he said this in in that that complex video uh jb smooth said this which are <clears throat> my my sentiments exactly where he talked about um 
there they, they there was a segment where they're talking about Yeezys, and you know the guy on there was saying, "Man, you know these shoes are very expensive. You know this is the going rate for them." I didn't know they went for that high. Like 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 there's people that pay over a thousand dollars for oh, a yeah. pair of Yeezys. I was <laughs> like, wow. Like I I didn't realize that, and I'm you know I'm over here. Thinking like when I get my Jordans that when they come out, I'm like, whoa, you know, I'm I'm breaking the bank. Well, I mean, not breaking the bank, but you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm spending more than I would like to spare, spend on a pair of shoes. Yeah. But and then JB Smooth is like, man, as long as long as you're you can keep your lights on, it's all yeah. good. You and, and it's true. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Everything with a with a dose of, of responsibility, because see, that ties into culture too. Sometimes in our culture, we could get too caught up in in like, you know, what's in and what's cool, yeah, and not be focused on okay whether or not I should is this responsible is this the right time for this yeah yeah you know what I'm saying like a few episodes back we talked about you know the iPhone 10 well yeah it's cool it's a nice phone but yeah, can you afford it if not then don't worry about yeah. it you know keep it moving save up and and you know life goes on yeah. you know you you still have a nice phone you have a smartphone you know you, yeah, like yeah. stuff like that it's important to uh to to keep in mind because sometimes we do get in that mode where it's like man i want this i want that and 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 it, and culturally speaking that's what i mean by not closing yourself off yeah, and yeah. cornering yourself because that's when it's good to take a page out of another culture and it's like well you know what certain people they don't care about all this they, yeah, yeah. this is not important to them and and if it's something that speaks to you by no means that will i ever say oh well disregard it yeah. if it speaks to you it speaks to you it's something that you're interested in but maybe now is not necessarily the right time to to go for it yeah and you know what consumerism is a beautiful thing uh you know it's a mark at least here in the united states um it's a mark of of you know like looking at where we're at where like, oh shit, I could get this phone. Oh shit, I could get these shoes. Oh, and you know, and you go out and get it. But but it's like you said, you got to be responsible, and and you can't you can't fall for those uh, pitfalls because yeah, cause, and, and don't let it don't mm-hmm. let it conquer your life. Yeah, exactly. Because like, okay, iPhone ten is nice, and if if you could like like you said, if you can afford it, that's fine. That doesn't mean your iPhone seven or iPhone six doesn't work. You know what I'm saying? It's not the end of the world. Like you have to look at at, at things. Uh, Mayweather said this, I think, in an interview about uh, um, what was it? A couple. It was about a month ago. They were asking him a couple questions on like the grabbing by the pussy stuff and everything, and uh, you know, he he answered it pretty straightforward. But but uh, within those questions, they asked him about what he, what he thought about like the the immigrants and all that and all this and like the, their issues, and and he brought up a very good point, and you know. Someone could look at that and, and at the surface be like, "Oh wow, that's kind of that's kind of self-centered." I didn't think so. I thought I, actually it was a very responsible response and a very, you know, it, it was a deep response because uh, he said he's like, "Yeah, I'm not worried about, you know, I can't be worried about immigration when I'm not worried about myself first. He's like, "All this that you see, like you see, you know, all the flashiness and all the success. This took a lot of work on me. Like I can't be focused." On the guy next to me, or this dude's problems, or that guy's problems, you know, it's like, in order to focus on 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 being the best version of me, I gotta focus on my problems, and I feel that that we live in a culture uh, today. I mean, this this episode is is pretty much about culture, right? We live in a culture today where people they care or or uh, they pretend to care about other people's problems, yet they don't have their shit. All the way, you know, together, and and that's the key word, pre- pretend. Because yeah. I don't feel like there's anything wrong at all with caring about somebody else's problems. I actually think us as a society, we need more of that mm-hmm. caring about somebody else's problems. But truly and authentically caring, not pretending to care, exactly. because and then and then let it be a real problem. Like for instance. You know, obviously Thanksgiving just passed, which, by the way, we forgot to mention, but hope everybody had a, a great Thanksgiving. But um, Thanksgiving just passed, and 
obviously Thanksgiving is one of those holidays, just like Columbus Day and damn near all the holidays really where where you know the virtue signaling is is yeah. rampant and and how dare you celebrate this and that and and it was funny because me and my mom we went by my aunts uh, for thanksgiving and uh the my my cousin's husband he said something that obviously it was jokingly but like during during like when we were all saying grace he's like he under his breath he's like and and the and uh, as we celebrate this day of, of rape and pillage, and like, he was joking though, like it was so funny because, like, man's on ten, like no, but he was it yeah. was obviously a joke, like, yeah. but 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 my point is that there are some people that do take this, that do like take that serious and yeah. and are very negative and and to the point where they themselves and the people around them can't even enjoy the holiday. Um, that's what you call pretend caring though. Exactly. And that, that's, that's exactly my point because I saw this one, uh, a video or a little clip really, uh, on, from Buzzfeed where it was like all these native American girls or ladies or whatever at, at, uh, you know, nice Thanksgiving <laughs> dinner table, you know, the Turkey, the, the stuffing, the mashed potatoes, all that the table was done up real nice. Yeah. And then they just all get up and like turn the table over and like all the food falls off or whatever. And it said, yeah, these girls are mad as hell. And then it's like, yeah, and then, you know, all the comments, yeah, you go girl, this and that. So it's like, what the fuck? first off, like none of the people in that video were, were affected by, by pilgrims. Like they're not, they, they weren't there for it. Yeah. Neither was their, 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 their parents or grandparents. So, yeah, that's some pretend as caring because honestly, I don't even see how they care that much about it. Like, obviously, it's part of their history, but it, how does that affect you yeah. right now? You know what I'm saying? So, that's what I mean. That's pre- pretend caring. Now, as far as like authentically caring and truly caring about somebody's problem, then yeah, absolutely. Like, if you know somebody that that is not acting right. And is acting out of character, then yeah, like you know, perhaps try to intervene and see what what's going on, what they're going through. Maybe they need a friend to talk to. Yeah, because we've talked about that on the show before. Also, how sometimes, you know, people just needing somebody to talk to can eliminate a lot, years and years of of uh, of that stress coming to a boiling point where yeah. they might do something crazy. Yeah. But but that's authentically caring. Yeah. Not not all of this virtue signaling, victimhood, because that's not that's not uh that's not that doesn't help anybody. It doesn't help anybody to to say if this person is struggling with weight to say, Oh, you're beautiful just the way you are. No, you tell them you're a great person and we love you, but if this is something you're struggling with and you want to do better. This is what you can do. We're here to help you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. To get better. Not, oh, yeah, just, you know, do whatever you want and eat it as much as you want. No. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If, yeah. if somebody is struggling with something else, whatever, like the numerous, the yeah. numerous things that people struggle with, it's, it's about, it's about truly caring and not just, oh, you know, fake caring and, and, uh, it's just, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how how it's so easy for people to be so fake, you know? Yeah. It's just, it's just never come easy to me. Well, the thing is this. All the energy you're using on being fake, man, like, you, you could use on being productive, you know? Like, I can't, you know, like, and like I said, you, you, you put it perfectly. Like, you know, truly caring is, is like looking at things realistically. And, and if you look at things realistically you realize that there's a lot of stuff to be done. And 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 I can't, you know, there's a million there's a million a billion problems in the world. You can't care for all of that shit. Like you can't even you have to focus on on being the best version of you so you can even help out anybody, you know? But um, you know, I guess I guess that that that's uh that's something that that's wrong with our culture. You know, mentioning comedy, it's crazy uh, that, that that you were talking about comedy because yesterday I was talking to someone at work and um and, and guess what I was talking about how like Dave Chappelle called it like them motherfuckers on some prophetic ass shit when 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 they asked him about Trump and comedy 
and he said that he was bad for comedy oh, because yeah. we we're going over how every late night show because you know late night show that's a staple in comedy a, a huge staple in comedy from from and not just late night show just really just primetime television from SNL to you know all, all these other shows it revolves so much around Trump and it's the same problem which is you need to be mad at something so let's point at, at this guy like you know there's been a shitload of presidents you know 44 presidents before him and i'm sure not everyone liked the president that was in office and you're just going to keep talking and keep talking about this guy and keep talking about this guy how can we even enjoy comedy yeah. when it's like just you well, just he, want to he's their crutch now yeah i don't and and Dave Chappelle like yeah, was he, on yeah, point when yeah, he said he called, that. He called it perfect. And with Trump being so many comedians' crutch, it does make you wonder, like, what's gonna happen to comedy? Because I mean, how long is this gonna go on? Yeah, yeah. And, and 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 you see the difference in quality of the comedians because you see you see a guy like Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle. And, you know, in Seinfeld, I've seen all these guys uh, live <laughs> in the last year. And, um, you know, they'll have their Trump jokes. Of course. Of course. Come on. It's fucking Donald Trump. You're going to have a joke or two. Absolutely. But, but to, like, to dedicate, and, and these guys are doing a stand-up special, you know. So it's like you're, you're watching them for a good hour. So how much are how much uh, time does, does a late-night show you know, last. That's at least an hour. And that's at least a good 15, 20 minutes every day that they're going to, you know, tell jokes. And it's always about Trump. And, and, it's and, bad. And the, the PC culture, I think, overall, weakens us so much. Yeah. Because, okay, I'll give you, I'll give you a, a great example from, from Thanksgiving. So, I went, uh, I, w- I was at, with my mom by my aunt's house for a little while. And then I went with my dad to my sister's house for a little while. Huh. And, uh, you know, it's just something that happens. So I, I, I was with my mom there and then went to my, for, with my dad to my sister's and we're there eating. And um, with, with my dad's side of the family, like the conversations typically are always like a little bit more intellectual i'd yeah. say like because on my mom's side of the family it's just pretty much like people catching up and it's like off like family related stuff like yeah. oh so did you see so and so how's this how's this person or whatever how's work with with my dad's side of the family it's always like a little bit more juicy as yeah. far as as far as conversation is concerned so uh that's always like fun and even even like disagreeing it's always like very respectable and and just good it's a good conversation yeah so we're there and and my sister she brought up a scenario at work that uh it kind of got everybody at the dinner table get engaged and and this scenario that she brought up at work well first she said how how like i guess society is sort of tailored and geared more towards men and I don't totally disagree with that, but I think there's a reason for that. Yeah. I don't think that it's just like the that remember the wizard that we always talk about in the cloud that goes around sprinkling like privilege <laughs> and like equality in inequality. I don't think it's because like yeah. I don't think it's his doing. I just think that like the way things kind of fall into place, it, it makes it so. Yeah. So anyway, anyway, uh, she was talking about how there was this one particular doctor <coughs> talking about some sort of real estate deal that that he was engaged in, okay. and somebody mentioned or asked about his realtor, and then he said, "Yeah, you know, she's decent. You know, like I wouldn't fuck her or anything like that." <laughs> so, <laughs> and, and I I laughed just like you're doing right yeah. now, I, and. I didn't find anything wrong with it. I what I saw and, and how I observed the situation is a conversation between two men, two colleagues talking. Yeah. yeah. But my sister, she found herself offended by it and said that like that was inappropriate or whatever the case. I was like, I could rock with you if it, it would have been inappropriate if had he been talking to you like that and like yeah, you don't yeah. know him mm-hmm. or whatever. There's no 
there's no um familiarity then absolutely that's inappropriate but but like him just talking to another colleague like that maybe you don't want to hear it but they're not talking to you so like yeah like you always have the choice to remove yourself because that's not this doesn't pertain to you yeah yeah and then also especially if at no point you don't express that like you're uncomfortable about this which really like i don't even think you have grounds to say that you're uncomfortable by it because this doesn't involve you like let's say you were involved in the conversation and then you mentioned oh well you know what i i'm i'm uncomfortable with that kind of language but well then you can remove yourself so so like so they were in the same room or, or like I don't um, know I don't know the proximity of of where they were but he wasn't addressing her he it was just like you and I talking and yeah. then somebody that's in our you know relative proximity overhears what we're talking about yeah and see and and, that, and that's the thing that's the thing and it really goes with what we're talking about when it comes to comedy because that's us being human beings like and that's that was exactly that's exactly what I said I was like. Yeah. That's just men, like yeah. that's yeah. so. So essentially, and 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 that 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 ties into like what I, why I said where the PC culture I feel makes us weak, because essentially by you or somebody being offended by that, yeah, it's almost like if you're you're kind of denying reality almost, and and I mean that's never good. It's yeah. never good to deny like the reality of a yeah. situation. So like you know, I, I don't feel like that does any that does you any service by not understanding because what happens what happens if if a a, a young lady she grows up and and she's she's surrounded by men that are are very that are very PC yeah and. She comes across like a, a, a potential life mate, you know, and this guy is great. He treats her good, everything, but he's not raised PC. And so he says what's on his mind. And then like she becomes turned off to that because her whole life she's been kind of sheltered from, you know, language like this or yeah. or this reality that this is how men sometimes talk, especially in the company of other men. Yeah. That's not good for her because because you're not you're, you're not accepting the reality of a of a situation and, and you're making this more than it is because now it's it's almost like if you're you're demonizing this person for for something that really all men do yeah you know and, what I'm saying and, and think about the greatest some of the greatest comedy movies when it came to guys super bad is completely not not cool then. The, the, so she shouldn't even like Superbad right, or right, Four Year Old Virgin, well, where they're well, sitting see, around. But, but see, the difference—the difference is—the difference is, see, comedy. That's something that somebody could disregard because maybe somebody says, "Well, I don't like the comedy genre." But, but there's truth in comedy, and right. that's what's missing now in comedy. Right, but 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 it's something that like somebody could avoid and disregard. But what I'm saying is, even like nothing humorous. This is just how men are. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because there's, there's nothing... I don't think the dude said that to be humorous. Yeah. Maybe these are two guys that, like, they talk about how women look. That's some. That's something as friends yeah. or colleagues, they do. Like, oh, man, this I saw this girl and she was hot. I saw this girl and she was ugly. I saw this girl. Man, I wouldn't fuck her. Like, okay, yeah. that's them. That's yeah. them. As long as they're not talking to you exactly. like that. Exactly, yeah, yeah. But but beyond beyond me or you or any like any you know self centered reasoning for for even thinking about this, what's the reality? Like, yeah, are yeah, we living no. in reality and, here? And and and, yeah. and how far does this go? And how far do we go as a society in in denying reality? Because yeah. I mean, that's that's scary. Yeah, and that and that that was pretty much, and, and that's what I'm saying. You're you're completely right in that. But that's what I'm saying about what is comedy? It's social commentary. It's us laughing at each other, at ourselves, for for like shit that we do, shit that we say, shit. You know what I'm saying? Like think about the best stand-ups. You know, it's like you're really just making fun of of, of yourself as a human. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like shit that happens. Oh, this motherfucker's gay. That motherfucker is like white than a motherfucker. Like this dude is black as hell. Like that's what comedy is. So so the that that that's what's wrong that's what's wrong now because 
because you look back at and again, man, this interview, you got to see this interview because I mean, I, I keep uh, looking back at it. The same uh, uh, interview that I was talking about earlier with Mayweather, they asked him about grabbing by the pussy, and like his response was just so real. He was like, "Yeah, I just saw a guy talking like a like a man, like that's as like he said he liked her and he grabbed her by the pussy, like you know, I mean." He was talking to a guy about that shit, and and like and, and people forget that this wasn't like, dude, it wasn't like Trump came and he's like, yeah, hey, by by the way, motherfuckers, I be grabbing bitches by the pussy, baby, baby, you know, so like that would be like, what the fuck is wrong with this dude? But this guy was talking, like, <laughs> Jesus Christ, <laughs> this guy was talking to a a man in a, a, like in in a like a, in a place by himself as men. You know, yeah. which is like that's not fair to, to to judge a person by like you know. And 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 I always I always find it amusing with with that whole scenario, the ground by the pussy thing. That the craziest part that everybody like never seems to put into context is the fact that he's talking about being a celebrity, and when you are a celebrity, the things that women let you do. Yeah. Keyword: Let you do. Yeah. Let. You, you do. do. Yeah. At no point does he say, oh, man, when you're a celebrity, even if they don't want it, just go grab him. He doesn't no, say no, that. He no, says, he man, when when you're a celebrity, they love it when you do this. They love it. Granted, maybe it's not your cup of tea. Yeah. Maybe you as a celebrity would not conduct yourself like that. All of that is fine. All of that is fine. And those are arguments for another day. But the fact of the matter is, if somebody, if, yeah. if somebody is letting somebody do something, there's nothing wrong with it. There's yeah. nothing wrong. Yeah. Uh, obviously, uh, if unless they're like not the age of consent, well, then it's all fucked yeah. up. Yeah. But but if if they are of the age of consent and they are letting you do it, yeah. they are letting you do it. It is what it is. The keyword I mean, is let. Yeah. Now, if you were saying, yeah, man, you should see how many bitches I've been raping, and man, right. I just raped my fucking life away. Right. Then you're like, oh shit. Even if that shit was closed doors, you'd be like, god damn, like, yeah, dude, that's crazy as fuck. What the fuck are you doing? Exactly. But but yeah, that that that's the thing. Like people forget these key words when 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 he says these, or when, when anyone says anything, and uh, they look at them and like, oh, well, that's fucking terrible. When we went over the whole Louis C.K. thing. Um, uh, the whole thing went when his response behind it left a lot of questions unanswered because that was another keyword that he said. He's like, Yeah, I they let me do this, you know, and he maybe, said that he asked, yeah, that he asked, yeah, he said that he asked, and and uh, whatever, whatever he said after that. But the question was, Well, if you asked, did they say yes? Like, now you're thinking, like, Okay, did they let you or did they not? So, I guess at some point we'll find out, you know, you know what it is. I feel like how we think about certain things is I think we always look at things from the legal aspect and, yeah. and a lot of people they don't they don't do that they and everybody is like I guess when they hear of this stuff they they tend to want to take the moral high ground yeah. My thing is, I don't really believe in the moral high ground when it comes to scenarios like this because, number one, nobody is perfect. And all of yeah. us do things that is morally in the trenches. So <laughs> no, no matter like how you swing it, like how Christian one thinks they are, like there we all do stuff that's like not like moral, if you will. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's what makes us human. Like nobody is perfect. And we should, I, obviously, we should all seek to always like better and correct ourselves. Mm -hmm. But... What may be what 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 may be like like morally disgusting to you may not be as as much to me and 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 vice versa, vice versa or what may be like morally great to you may not be that big of a thing to me. Yeah. So like it's always it's always kind of iffy when you try to take the moral high ground because like people's moral standards are different. Like everybody's yeah. moral standards are different. Like for me, I don't I don't. Like, okay, like, like drinking alcohol. Like, I don't think like it's morally bad or anything like that. Like, I don't like look down on people, but like for me personally, like it's something that I really do like to stay away from. Like it's yeah. not, and it's from a spiritual aspect. So I would never be like, oh, look at these people. They're all drinkers. No, no, I'm not like that. Yeah. But like Fucking I like drunkards, <laughs> but something about it, something about drinking doesn't sit well with me. And for whatever reason, it never has. Yeah. So that's what I mean. So my 
when it comes to like my moral standard for drinking is different from other people's and that's fine like i don't i don't have a problem with that in fact like i find a lot of humor in it like when people are around me are drinking like you guys will be like hey man yeah. feast and corruption like it's all <laughs> it always gives me like a good laugh well, fucking ernie doesn't shut the hell up every time he's fucking drinking I'm like, God damn, dude. Like, hey man feast and corruption man hey feast and corruption <laughs> and so it's always it's always but that's my point my that i only say all that to say that like we all have different moral standards yeah yeah so now and, and you know and, something about us too and I think we we think about these things because we're very observant. Is I've always been the type of guy that falls back more than more than most because so many people are different. So many people are way more aggressive, and, and or or uh, they they you know everyone is, everyone's going to be different. We we're the type of personnel like we we could kind of sit back and observe a person and let them be them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and not not be overbearing. Yeah, and, and exactly. See, some people don't do that. And, and still and still like the company of that person. Yeah. That I'm very much like that. Like oh. we don't have to be actually like we don't have to have many similarities at all. Like but if I feel like overall you're a good person and yeah. I like you, that's really all I need to like like walk with you. Like yeah. I don't need you to be like oh you need to believe in this politically. You yeah. need to believe in this you know, psychologically, like I need you to be like, no, I don't, I'm not like that. Yeah, like yeah. I don't. And see, I, f- I feel that that's why we look at things in, in a much broader spectrum because look at, look at how people, Oh, rape culture. Oh, this, Oh, fuck Trump. Oh, fuck Hillary. Like, Oh, that's what you believe in. I can't be friends with yeah, you. Fuck y'all. Like relax, yeah. relax. Yeah. And see, that's the same thing with, with women. Like, like it's okay, fall back a little bit, you know, because you don't know how how a woman might take things. I've never been like a, an aggressive dude, like you know, oh come here, like I I kind of just fall back. That that's my that's my that's how I am. So when I look at these things, is you know I, we're looking at it from our perspective, but but the thing is this, that's why you just have to be straightforward in what you believe in. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like okay, this is not what I like. You know, or this is not what I'm into. So this is where the line is being crossed, and that's something that we've also been very vocal about, just with with things like, okay, this is where you know this shit stops. But I, I feel that people, it's like they're not accepting uh, that that people are different, and, and everyone's gonna be different. And and then and then when people are different or, or or act a certain way, it's like they don't know when to say, hey, this is this is where it stops. Yeah. If you have such a big problem with it. And tell them, hey, I got a problem with this. That way, that person could decide, oh, well, all right, fuck you. Or, you know, all right, cool, I, I get it. Yeah. And, and I absolutely. feel that that's what's wrong here. And really, like, in society is people aren't being straightforward. You know, it's like all this, like, passive aggressiveness. Yeah, that's then, exactly what it is. And then what happens with all this passive aggressiveness is then it becomes into just straight up aggressiveness Aggressive, for no yeah. reason. Yeah. Like, oh, fuck men. Oh, fuck whites. Oh, fuck blacks. I was like, yeah. you're, God you're, damn. You're, you're very right about that. You're, that and and you, you see that now. Like, it's a lot of this stuff, it comes to the boiling point, And then it's just it just becomes like sheer hatred yeah so you can't fix things that way but like kind of going back to what i was saying so like so we all take you know we all have different different like moral avenues if you will and then if you look at like a lot of real religious people that are supposed to be you know the most moral of us sometimes they do the most disgusting things and then and then it's like whoa you know that's that's real fucked up so that's why i think that sometimes the best way to look at things is from like the legal scope because okay let's say there's a guy let's say there's a guy that he's a good person he's he's a hard worker he gives to charity he he does does all the greatness of of the world fucking buys toys for homeless kids like whatever whatever great nice thing you can think of but every single day he sleeps with a different woman <laughs> and reason I reason I say I, I obviously it's an extreme example, yeah. but there's gonna be people that like no matter all of that that he does good like yeah. morally speaking they're gonna be repulsed by him because yeah. that's not how they get down. Yeah. So so if if he were to do something if he were to do something and or be accused of something. 
the people that are are sort of like repulsed by him, morally speaking, they're gonna be quick to jump at the whole idea of, of oh well he's a nasty man and like throw lock him up and throw away the key. Well, no, we can't do that. That's why like that's where the legal scope comes in. And yeah. when you when you when you enter the things with the legal scope, it's like okay, you you might not like this. And you may not like this, but what does the law say? Because see, the, I feel like what's so great about the law, especially in this country, is like so much of it is rooted in, in like logic and fact, and like w- like we gotta look at this like emotionless. Yeah. yeah. And, and to me, that's so great because that's like the best way to look at a situation like that. Like for instance, somebody, like you know, some some feminist somewhere. That is, I like, believes in you know rape culture and 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 you know male privilege and all of that. To her, a Bill Cosby situation, a, a Harvey Weinstein situation, is going to be like, oh yeah, lock them up and throw away the key. These are disgusting men. They're they're evil, whatever. But that's when like us as a responsible society are supposed to come in and be like, okay, well. What did he do wrong? Like, for instance, like we also talked about this at the dinner table. <laughs> so weird. We're talking about like rape at the dinner table. Yeah. What a what a great what a great what a great <laughs> dinner table. But no, but that's good. Like people, more people ought to have these discussions yeah, about rape and stuff. You know, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like rape, uh, yeah, your daily dose of rape. Uh, but uh, but no, we we were talking about that, and uh, we were talking about about Bill Cosby. And the sealed deposition where he he mentions using like quaaludes yeah, yeah. on women, with women, however you'd like to phrase it. Okay, but at no point in there does it say that they didn't know he was using quaaludes. Okay, yeah. sure, quaaludes knock you out. But as as we know in that time from, from watching The Wolf of Wall Street or if you've read a book or or from that like great Eddie Griffin interview where he's yeah. talking about it that was a time where people used quaaludes yeah, quaaludes these are celebrities and cocaine. they got they, fucking they, spoons in there yeah these are celebrities yeah. having sex doing drugs in yeah. hotel rooms it is what it is yeah. and maybe morally you don't like any of that yeah. but did he break the law and like that's always like very important and um and yeah and so like you know that's why i think when it comes to stuff like this you have to look at it more from a legal scope yeah rather than rather than um you know a personal bias yeah. scope I, I i actually and it, and it's funny because at work the other day i was talking about when i was on jury duty remember that month last year oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was i was on part of the grand jury getting motherfuckers locked up no, <laughs> 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 no but uh but uh, it, it was funny because I was talking, you know, a, 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 with with a bunch of coworkers, and for the most part, everybody that I was talking to, I would say, like, at very least, leans to the right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Not like a complete, like, crazy, like, right winger, yeah. but yeah. they lean to the right. And I was talking about this one particular case where I didn't feel they had enough evidence to 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 like indict the guy. Like, I didn't, I didn't so. So I voted no. Like the guy still got indicted because there were enough votes for yes. Yeah. But it was a situation where I think a lot of people would let would let their bias would let their bias kind of take over. But I was looking at it like from the clear legal scope and like let no bias like play a part in it. And yeah. it was a situation scenario where there were three guys in a car. They were driving, the police pulls them over. There's two guys in the front, one guy in the back. The guy in the back darts out of the car. The police approach the car. There's a gun in the back on the on the floor by the back seat. Yeah. And the two guys are still in the car in the front. The guy, obviously, he darts, and then they end up catching him. They end up charging the guy that darted out of the car with the gun that was on the floor in the back. Yeah. And How so, can you prove that? Huh? Right. So, number one, number one... There's three people here. There's three people here. This guy, you didn't find the gun. You didn't find the gun on him. Well, obviously, like everybody, everybody is automatically their 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 thought process is like, well, why did he run? Why did he run? 
Well, maybe out of all of them, he's the clean one, and the two in front, like, like, because in the yeah. hood, it's one of those things where it's like, if if I'm if if I'm dirty and you're dirty, but like our little cousin is in the back and he's like in college, yeah. I'd be like, yo, run, get the fuck out of here, Joe, like, get out of here, like, yeah. boom, you know what I'm saying? That gun could have been there. like, there's so many different scenarios, but that's my point. There's so many different scenarios that we ought not even get into that. The fact of the matter is you did not find the gun on him and there's two other people that it could possibly be. Yeah. To me, that's not enough. Like no, I, I can't I, I can't go with that. Like no. that's not enough for me no. to like charge somebody. Maybe at the end of the day, maybe at the end of the day, it was his gun, but it's not what you know. It's what you can prove. Exactly. And like, that's not enough. I don't have enough. Yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? No. It's like, that's that's like if you're just walking down the street, oh yeah, you know, life is great. And then a SWAT team comes around you and then they're like, they're like, oh, there's a, there's a bazooka right here in these bushes. It's yours. Well, why? Why? Because I'm close to it. Like, yeah. I mean... Th- like no that's not enough yeah yeah you know what i'm saying and 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 that's uh that's the really that's we go into now fucking uh like judge territory that's the difference between a good judge a good a, a good you know uh look at how the law works and and then the biases that some judges show and and it and, 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 and it's funny because like everybody that i was telling that to they cracked a joke they were like they were like oh how do you feel being a liberal and I was like, what the fuck is that? I'm saying that's the problem. I, I mean, I I feel like for the most part they were joking, but I do feel like there was a little bit of truth in like yeah. what they were saying. And they're like, yeah, if you would have shown me a picture of the guy, I could tell you. I'm like, listen, maybe deep down you know that like it was this person's gun. But can but, you prove it? But the law doesn't <laughs> yeah. work like that. You have to prove it. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so it's uh that's that's why like I tend to look at situations and scenarios like that yeah. from the legal scope. So like Louis CK, he asked them, "Okay, well now where where I need to to like find to, out to, to find what I need to find out is did they consent? Exactly. Were were they open to this? Cuz if they were like if you asked and they were like, "Oh, repulse well, yeah, you're a fucking disgusting human being. But if yeah. they started smiling and they were like, oh, "Okay, okay," you yeah. listen, yeah. sister. Like that's not sexual assault. Like, yeah. sorry. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? It goes back to what I was saying. People don't know where to put a stop to it. Exactly. Okay, I know. Yeah, he's a powerful comedian and all this shit. But at the end of the day, do you want this motherfucker to beat off in front of you? Yes or no? He asked. You know, like. As bizarre as, as yeah. a question that is, but yeah, 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 it's a fucked up. Like I wouldn't do no shit like that. Like just, <laughs> hey, can I uh, take my pants off and start jerking off in front of you? Is that cool with you? You know what I'm saying? Like, no, that's not cool with me. That, what the fuck is this? What? I came to your hotel room to chill and talk. Not the fuck. Why would you ask me that? And then his response after that. Would if, determine if he, whether he, that shit was exactly, rape or not. Oh, exactly. well, fuck that. And then he'll just start jerking his shit. Like, All right, well. well Lock I'm him up. Fu- yeah, I'm going to call the police he, now. That's fucking, yeah, but if he's like, oh, yeah, come in, you know. Yeah, well, or, or even if you have a nervous laughter, like, oh, yes or no. Because this is kind of fucked up, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, that's not something I would ask somebody. Like, you know, not, not off the bat, not like that. So while it is, a, like you said, like a very kind of like awkward, weird question, you have, as a person, you have to have your thoughts in place on how, how where you stand when it comes to this shit because like something's about to happen. Because somebody else might be accepting of it. It's yeah. just like how many people go to clubs and have one night stands. The reason that they have one night stands is because at some point, it either gets asked or insinuated, "Hey, yeah. you want to fuck?" Like, yeah. And and like some women are accepting of it, and yeah. others will might slap the fuck out of dude. Like, yeah. But the only way to know is to ask. Yeah. And so to some to some women, that might be like an outlandish, crazy, awful request. And to some, she might be like, what took you so long? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so exactly. It, you it you don't know until you ask. Absolutely. And every individual is different. So it is what it is. <laughs> so now uh, getting into uh, this this next little topic that I wanted to go over. I was watching this uh, this podcast video on YouTube. I guess it's the H3 podcast. I'm not really familiar with the podcast. The only reason it came up on my feed was because Dr. Jordan Peterson was on it. And, you know, as you know, and people that listen to the show know, 
like I'm a fan of Dr. Jordan Peterson. I, I like what he has to say about a slew of subjects. Uh, he met his fame by that whole like Canada pronoun law that they were trying to pass. Oh but yeah, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. but but it just turned out that this guy just has great shit to say about everything, not just that particular subject. Yeah. So, in this podcast, that has nothing to do with the with the the pronoun situation in Canada with the in, involving the transgenders. They ask him a question, and I found myself like really interested in this question. So I'm gonna pose it to you, and then like I'll answer like what I thought about it is. What advice would you give your 16-year-old self? Damn, that's a fucking, that's a jam-packed-ass question. What advice would I give my 16-year-old self? Shit. Fucking keep on smiling, man. Through through the through the good and the bad, and, and just, uh, you know, shit. Uh, at 16, like, shit's gonna hit the fan. So just just know that you know, uh, everything gets better, and and uh, just focus on on growing, and and uh, just remain true to yourself. And I think, I think, uh, and I'm trying to think back at when I was 16. Um, man, I would say shit changes, man. Shit changes. Yeah. And and you're gonna have to change, and you have to be willing and 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 uh, open to change because shit is gonna change and and at that time when i was 16 man shit was really like different from the people we were hanging with to now and and uh you know so so that that's that's something i I would say i would definitely let my 16 year old self know that there's gonna be a lot of changes that you're not gonna have power over or, or or no matter how much you don't want things to change things are gonna change yeah. Move along and always just remain true to yourself. So that's that's something big because at at, at that time there was just so much uncertainty, you I know. See. So to kind of alleviate the uncertainty, I would just let let my six year old self know that. So that's that's uh that's what at least what I would say. How about you? That's a good ass question, man. Yeah, and uh, I, his answer was pretty cool. Like he got, he said that he would tell his sixteen year old self not to be so arrogant. Cause he's like, you know, he was that young and like pretty smart. He yeah. he said he didn't do well in school, but he still knew that he was smart. Yeah. And um, he was he was like very arrogant about a lot of stuff, and like pretty much telling his sixteen year old self like, you don't know shit, so just yeah. be humble. Uh, actually, my Sit down. W- what be I humble. <laughs> what I would tell my sixteen year old self is quite the opposite. Like I would tell my sixteen year old self to be more confident because like I look back and, and I, I was telling a friend at a friend about this at work. Cause, cause uh, I was telling him about that podcast that I saw and stuff. When I look back, I realize, well, I look at like where, where I was then and where I am now. And by no means did I ever think that I would be like where I am now. Yeah. Honestly, like if you really want to know, like what I thought I would be at this age, I really thought like my life would be something similar to like what M&M's is in 8 Mile. Yeah. Like yeah. just kind of like a a drifter, like not really, you know, like work the job and and yeah, you know, like I make a little money and like that's it. Like I never really yeah. thought that like I would have as good a job as I do have have a, you know, business and and like be making like real estate deals, be building a brand have like the awesome people I do in my life hell no hell no like I really thought that like my life would be like a lot more mundane yeah and um not necessarily like sad or anything but just not as big a life like you know in terms of being able to travel and and not like not need of anything and stuff like that and the reason why, and the reason why is because, like, I was always uh, surrounded, I feel like, by people that got, like, a lot more praise than I did. Like, I, well, you know, like, I got, I got real bad grades in school, yeah. be- as you know, because you've helped me forge report cards <laughs> so that I wouldn't have to get punished. <laughs> yeah, that shit was crazy. <laughs> um, we did some fucked up shit. <laughs> um, 
you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, that's that's so great. Like, friends coming together to get a friend out of a jam. Like, that shit was... Uh, but anyway, um, and like, so, you know, obviously, like, my, my, my grades weren't very good. Um, like, I was always kind of, like, around people that were told, like, they would be the ones that would have, like, great lives. And, like, I was always kind of treated like, like, yeah, and I'm not saying like by family, but I'm just saying like in the school atmosphere by like counselors and stuff. Yeah, it was always like I was kind of like one of the the lost ones, if you will. Yeah, and like it's the that's like so far from what ended up being yeah. actually like I don't believe that there's anybody in my high school graduating class that's doing better than me from like what i know from different because i had a relatively small high school graduating class i yeah. think there was like 125 of us yeah you know what i'm saying and then like i i coupled that with like what i just know about the united states as a whole and like you know what i'm saying like my my tax bracket like everything where i am right now in yeah. life you know it's like okay you know this is not bad and and so I would tell myself, be more confident because I, I often wonder, like, I want, if, like, I was more confident back then, who knows, like, what more I could have been now because, yeah. like, I might have, like, actually tried to do better in school. Yeah, but yeah. it's because the lack of confidence is like, ah, yeah, like, nobody really cares. Like, I'm not really going to, this not going to lead me anywhere. So whatever. Yeah, yeah. Or, like, certain things that I felt like I put up with, like, certain girls that I dated back then. That like I would never put up with now, but I guess I put up with it back then because like I wasn't as confident. Yeah, yeah. you know. So like, or or things that I wouldn't try because I wasn't as confident. You know what I'm saying? And so it's it's kind of it's kind of crazy, but like yeah, that's what I would tell like my 16 year old self. Like be more confident because like all of this like it's this is gonna change. Yeah, this is not. (laughs) Yeah, it's gonna get so much better. Like you're gonna like be like, whoa, like really? You know what I'm saying? So, so yeah, that's that's uh what I would tell my 16 year old self. Yeah, dude, that that's nuts. Look, looking back and then just seeing, just like straightforward all the way to here. Yeah, just a fat like a quick fast forward. It's like man, it's crazy. And and um, and, and you realize how how important. Uh, music is during that time. I feel like that at that time, you, what you're looking for in music is is an escape or the 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 relativity factor. Yeah. And and uh, man, it's like a 16 year old's playlist is like it'll tell you a lot. Oh yeah. A music playlist it'll tell you a lot about where they are and and uh, you know what their thought process is. But uh, what I would just tell any 16 year old is you know shit like. I feel that that the real world doesn't hit somebody, you know, and, and and it's crazy because like we we were in a place during that time where we grew up and and what we were exposed to, like where we had a daily dose of the real world, like you had a daily dose of of like people not giving a fuck, like so like because of that, you know, like people being like, oh yeah, this guy, oh this guy, oh this guy, disregarding him. Yeah, you lacked in confidence, but look at what that yielded. Because like you at an early age, you kind of saw like how shit really works. Oh yeah, yeah. Like like you know what I'm saying. Like uh, look, looking at that, it's like damn, that that shit is 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 nuts. Like I went through that, you know. Because yeah. there's a lot of people that just go through high school and say like, this shit is is great. Like like shit. For us, high school wasn't great. Like as far as like high school itself, but like. Like, uh, most of the friends that we hung out with, I was there with them. So it was like, it was like, it was badass in that sense. Like not, not so much the school sense, but it was like, oh fuck, ditch class or do this or do that. You know what I'm saying? Like just some, some, some typical high school shit, not typical in the sense of like other high schools, but like we still had like that daily dose of reality. Like, oh shit, gangs. Yeah. Like I got to walk from this block to that block. And encounter like five different gangs. Yeah, yeah, and I gotta know people. Yeah, I gotta know people from here to there so I don't get shot at. Yeah, or jumped. So, so it's like those are things. Those are factors that that like uh, I feel play a big role in when you when you grow up because it's like you look at that, you sit down, and you're like, man, I'm not really scared 
uh, uh, about this, this, and that because like this is where I come from, you know. So so, it's just crazy looking at that. But uh, but yeah, shit, shit changed. And, and any sixteen year old, like really, the advice that we would give is yeah, like shit changes and stay fucking confident, man. Because yeah. like you know, just just go with the blows. Life is gonna have ups ups and downs. It's the way you look at it and what your perspective is, and and also just. And I always say this, you know, critical thinking, like you know, like things are are not always gonna be uh, terrible if 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 you if you keep at it. It's like uh, what Macklemore said in that uh, one thousand hours on his first album. He says uh, the great painters uh, were weren't great because they could paint. Great painters would paint uh, were great because they paint a lot. Yeah, because yeah. they paint a lot. Like, and that's that's something I would tell someone. Like, yeah, you know, like. The greatest painters, they paint a lot. <laughs> like so, for every one great paint painting that they have, they probably have like a hundred failures. Yeah, and it is what it is. You just go with the flow, and look at where we're at now. So absolutely, shit is great. So that is our episode for today. Thank you guys so much for listening. Like always, if we say something on the episode, talk about something, discuss something that you feel somebody you know would be interested in, share it with them, text it to them, email it to them, all that good stuff. We're on SoundCloud, we're on Stitcher, we're on uh, Apple Podcasts, we're on uh, Google, we're everywhere. Pretty much every podcast company or app, we're on there. Yeah, pretty much anywhere you can think of. Podcast-wise, we're there. The show does continue to grow. Thanks to you guys listening. We thank you so much. You can visit us at hangingwithapes.com. Sign up for our newsletter. Check out our merchandise. Check out our other stuff, uh, our audio ape stuff, our music, which that is like going to get crazy. We got a whole lot of stuff lined up for that. Matter of fact, tomorrow we're going to be doing some filming in regards to that. So we're not we're going to keep it on the wraps, though. We're not going to mention it, but some good stuff coming out. Thank you so much for listening. Follow us on Twitter at Hanging With Apes. Follow us on Twitter at Audio Apes. You guys are the best. Peace. Peace.